Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. The Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. Hosted by Christian Blatt, his trusty co-hosts Will Sterling and Jeff Duray. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. Welcome to The Blattcast. And if you're watching the video version right now, you are staring at The Blattcast. I am Christian Blatt. Next to me is the one and only at Will Sterling underscore. Hello. And only because we're in LA, we get to share a... Uh, yeah, we get to share a, a Chiron. On the bottom. Or, yeah. A Chiron. Yeah, it's an on-screen graphic, on-screen okay. lettering. And uh, our, our man in the field... Our uh, our brother from uh, a, a, a um, uh, what's the word? Oh, a Commonwealth far away, uh, a Commonwealth long, long ago. <laughs> he was born long, long ago in a Commonwealth far, far away. The one, the only, Mister Jeff Duray. <laughs> yeah, just uh, I realized we haven't done that on the podcast in a very long time. It's been and a while. I felt like the best time to do it. Would be uh, I miss introduce. DJ Tanner. Oh boy, I really boy. miss DJ I do, Tanner. I do miss Jeff. DJ Tanner. Yeah, that. Uh, I was watching a pop star, never stop, never stopping, <laughs> and I realized that I totally stole that from that during his <laughs> during his uh, catchphrase verse. One of right. them is DJ Tanner. Really? <laughs> yep. I don't remember that. Oh, oh I, you know that movie has I'm a been. Thief, but not surprising. I thought that you movie, were so clever. That movie's been recommended to me a number of times, and I still it's have not really seen funny. it. Yeah. It is very funny. I, I think I think you'll understand that I was maybe a little cautious when it was first out, but uh, I've heard so much about it that I, I every time it comes up, like right now, I'm like, well, fuck, why haven't I watched that yet? Yeah, it's exactly what you. It's exactly what you think it would be. Yeah, and it's worth that's, every minute. That's great because yeah. that is uh, that is definitely what I want. Yeah. Well, we are uh, assembled here uh, because uh, we are the Black Hass Squad, and we are going to talk about the Suicide Squad, where I feel like we can make a very big blanket statement that we'll all agree with. I haven't asked these gentlemen what they thought, but uh, it's a bit better than the other one, right? Than the than, one that, that came that, before? Than Suicide Squad, the movie? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Is that, am I going uh, out on a limb with that uh, statement, Jeff? No, not at all. I mean, I'd say it's the second best DCEU or whatever they call it movie. Oh, what's what, number, what is one, number one for you? I still feel like I walked out of Wonder Woman feeling like, oh, wow. That's accurate. Versus this was like, this was fun. And in fairness, I watched Wonder Woman in a theater. I watched this at home. So, you know, I can't say all things were fair or even, but at the same time, I still felt like that movie was more impactful. But I also think, again, that was much earlier on before like five years of multiple superhero movies a year. So it's like that there's was... just so much more to weigh it against at this point in it's... every way. I forget that Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman came out 
I was still living in the Park La Brea, and we saw it, and then I told you that I was getting divorced. Yeah, while we were recording the podcast episode 17. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we were recording the episode, and then we had to uh, take a break because uh, someone that lived at that place, uh, who has been on the podcast in the past, they but, came uh, home. but, but shall came. not be again. No, no, uh, had to the dry. They had to, she dry came home. they had to dry their hair. So this was oh, in the afternoon. They were probably and going so on a we date. stopped recording. Okay, and so there's a break. Which was, of course, not recorded and not put in the episode. Uh, while we have this break, mid talking about the Wonder Woman movie, like, yeah, by the way, I'm getting divorced. Yeah, I'm by like, the way, it's over. I'm like, well, wait, what? No, this by, is a joyful moment. We by just the way, so- it's over. <laughs> uh, anyway, I agree that Jeff. I, I, well, I don't know. I'm a sucker for Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. So sure. I'm, oh I'm no, all, no, yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, but, I'm a tornado of DC fandom. But I think that uh, you're going to agree that the first Wonder Woman was very well done and uh, yes. better than the second. It is way up there. Uh, whenever we talk DC movies, there is uh, one man I like to have with us that isn't the three that you see currently, but uh, the raging Rhino himself. And John, forgive me, I forget your last name. I, I've known you no, for years. I just completely forget. Last name is Nolan. Nolan, Christopher, like Christopher, Jonathan Nolan. Yeah, the Jonathan Nolan. You wrote right? Westworld. So Congratulations. The, if, if you're familiar with Nathan Fillion, he has a show called The Rookie on ABC. Sure. And his character's name is John Nolan. Whoa. So are you Nathan Fillion right now? And is this an elaborate yes, Nathan for I you am. sketch that uh, we didn't realize we've been a part of for years? This is amazing. <laughs> Well, well the, uh, the funny thing is, his character's father's name is the same as my father. Chris Nolan. <laughs> it's even creepier. <laughs> like, how do you know this? Well, we were, uh, we were just making the outlandish, wild, crazy hot take that The Suicide Squad is an improvement over Suicide Squad. Is that a crazy hot take, <laughs> or would you agree with that, Raging I Rhino? I would absolutely agree with it, yes. It is infinitely better. Yeah, uh, I I think that uh, most important was that it was fun, and if there was anything that was a logic flaw, they didn't try to hide it. They were just like, yeah, but uh, look at this giant starfish. Isn't it kind of like a kaiju? And so they, you know, that's like the Suicide Squad versus whatever his name was. One of my favorite parts of that was was when they they show you know Starro coming up. There, there's a, a wide shot with people looking out from a balcony and they say, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Speaking for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will, uh, so uh, I think we're, we're in agreement on that. And let's, yeah. uh, let's go around and uh, just expand upon those feelings. Like I'm starting from a place of like, you know, it's over. Boy, that was fun in a very teenage boy way because of just the amount of you know unnecessary what? gore. It is a teenage boy movie. Yeah. And I think that that's fine you know what i mean like there's no and that's not to say the movie is just fine but uh there is something about the film where like yes to me when i'm watching it i'm thinking of any movie like is there more room for theme or emotion or other things i'm like of course but there was no point watching this movie where i was like oh god this is bullshit (laughs) i never that never actually like came into my mind because I think James Gunn is very good. And honestly, this is the Guardians of the Galaxy that I have been waiting for my whole life. The R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy? I I don't disagree with that. When the first Guardians came out, everyone fucking lost their minds. And I was like, this is just okay. Like, I was like, I don't... It's fine. I honestly think that the first Guardians, by my standards, is just fine. Guardians 2, I actually don't think is very good. 
and this movie comes but to, out now. But that and I circles this, back and to like, how you were fighting with your wife uh, before. Number two, you, yeah, Guardians two. Yeah, yeah, yeah we missed the second one. So we missed the opening. You, you missed the uh, the flashback to a, a Dairy Queen in 1980. Oh which, god, boy, that, that might have set the that would have changed it. the whole movie. Probably would have. But anyway, uh, so uh, this is the this is the James Gunn Guardian of the Galaxy I've been waiting for. So and, and this is uh, I got it, you know, yeah. and uh, obscure th- DC characters thanks, and blood. Thanks to uh, Twitter outrage and being fired from <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy three, we got, we got this. this movie. And best case scenario, we will also get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three and from a holiday Ginger. special. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get all of that and, and uh, peacemaker series and a peacemaker. Yeah, series. which yeah. by the way, uh, we'll just jump to that. Oh, and if for some reason you've watched for or listened for almost eight minutes. Uh, and you haven't seen the movie. We are going to talk about everything. This is not a, a a light spoiler. We're just going to dive into all the spoilers like we always do. Spoil so, the fuck yeah, uh, you can watch it in your home if you have HBO Max. Uh, yeah, just or, get it. Yeah, you could just yeah. yeah get sorry, your even trial. If you, even Start if you, your trial. Well, I think they make you pay for a month now. I don't think that they give you a free month right well, the now. The month will cost you a movie ticket. Yeah, right, exactly. So get it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's look, it's cheaper than getting Jungle Cruise from Disney Plus for thirty dollars. Won't see it. Uh, I know you have a decently positive view. It was fun. I went with with my six-year-old, and uh, it was a perfect movie. If I had a six-year-old, I feel like I'd feel Uh, the same way. If you had a six-year-old, I'd be worried, because where was he the last five years? (laughs) Sorry, what were we going to say, Jeff? I was going to say, I haven't seen Jungle Cruise, but I refuse to see it, because I'm sure that they didn't include the racism towards indigenous people that the ride is... Song. No, yeah, and, and the shrunken so heads. I just think that, yeah, it's yeah. Just, no, Jeff actually thing. insists on racism towards indigenous peoples. That's why mm-hmm. you believe that the Lone Ranger movie was one of the best movies of the 21st century. Ah, uh, because John- I just go, I just go on Splash Mountain for the commentary. Oh my god. <laughs> Look, I I, I, I go on it because uh, I I like to uh, I like to get wet. Thank you. It is it is uh, amazing that the Jungle Cruise ride is still exactly the same. Well, they've no, they've changed it. They they they, they have changed it since Disneyland reopened in like April. It's it's not the same. Hey, we got a lot of cancellations going on. They knew the movie was coming, and they took some time over the year that it was closed to uh, make some upgrades. Okay, but so no uh, more shrunken heads. No, no more shrunken heads uh and that's what i'm told anyway i i when i went with my kids i didn't want to waste time <laughs> i didn't want to waste the 15 minutes on the jungle unless cruise ride, statue of but the i'll ro- waste two hours on the jungle cruise movie <laughs> unless it's a statue of the rock's tiny head on his fucking huge body <laughs> look I've, head. I've never been a huge fan of the rock i've never smelled what he's cooking no. but when i see him in a movie pain and gain he always delivers well pain and gain is great he's, he's fucking great but the shtick overall I'm over it. Well, I I, uh, I enjoyed that. But anyway, we're not talking about Jungle <laughs> We talk more about Jungle Cruise. Believe me, we can. Uh, so, uh, Sorry, more so, question. Is yeah. Jungle Cruise Tom Cruise's brother? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Jungle Cruise. But, but for obvious reasons, they don't talk about it very much. Hi, I'm Tom Actually, this is my brother he Jungle. Has, he has a, that, that actor, William Mapother, who was on Lost as his brother, because his name is Tom Mapother. His name isn't Tom Cruise. What? So there's a guy who looks vaguely like Tom Cruise. Look it up if you, anybody saw Lost. This isn't crazy. It's Tom Cruise's brother. This is Tom Cruise's brother. Yeah. William. Okay. M- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just just to tidy it up so that we can move on. He could be his cousin, but he looks like him, and he is a he's a direct uh, blood relation because Tom Cruise's name, believe it or not, is not Tom Cruise. Whoa. Tom Cruise is also not in this movie though. You know, I'm related to Britney Spears. Just throwing that out there. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> it's true. Facts. You're Facts. related to Britney Spears. Correct. My great grandmother's I mean, Murda Spears. Same family from Arkansas. 
I, I don't. I like. I'm like. If this is a bit, I'm waiting not for the bit. payoff. It's not a not bit. Not a bit. I will call my fucking grandma right now and prove the story to you. And, and we're not talking. Really, about and, and if you call her, she'll be like, "Oops, you did it again." No. She, I'm, uh, I'm related to Count Dracula. You're so toxic, Christian. <laughs> uh, we were talking over that, and I heard it, but let's make sure everyone hears it. I said I'm related to Count Dracula. Yes, I, 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 you know, believe me, I don't want that. The, the Count, the Dracula? Count Dracula. So, uh, John, mm-hmm. uh, thanks for yeah. just, uh, you know, uh, sitting there and humoring all of that. So, I, uh, I know to stay out of the way. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Usually, you're just listening anyway, and you can't get in the way. Uh, today, you are able to do that, and this is not the first time you've been on. And we appreciate you taking the time. So, uh, the I want to start from sort of a, a character level because uh, when you messaged me after you saw it, you were excited about some of the characters in this movie that you thought you would never see on the screen. So let's kind of start with some of those that were most impressive. Because uh, other than King Shark is his name, right? Yeah. He's like one that I was familiar with, and obviously Harley Quinn, but I didn't know a lot of these characters. I, you know, I'd heard of Rick Flagg. I'd heard of some of them, these characters, some of them characters, some but uh, I didn't know a lot of them. So uh, what were what were some that really you were like, oh my God, I can't believe we got, I mean, maybe starting with King Shark. Well, I think King Shark was on Flash. He was in the Flash TV series. Really? He was, he was yeah. yeah. Wow. They spent like all their budget for that season on like, yes. the, like the last three minutes of an episode it, for King Shark to it, be in it. It, it was actually a cardboard standout of Jabberjaw, it if looked, you remember from yeah. Hanna-Barbera cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It actually they, looked they very good. They turned him playing the drums into him punching. So it's just like, it like well, that's right. They were in a band. Of course he was. Everybody just like Dune Buggy. Yeah. Oh, remember yeah. Dune, Dune Buggy? Buggy? Yeah. It was, anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, other than King Shark, John, John is right. Yeah, you, you can pretty much take any of those characters uh, that came out in you know, the first five minutes of the movie and put them on my list. It's my list of characters I just never expected to see in live action, um, which is currently topped by Mr. Mine from the uh, the uh, end credit sequence in Shazam, the little caterpillar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who, who would have thought that would ever be? I love that Mr. Mine. I mean, he's got to be part of the number two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's, Wait, he's, he's gonna still poop? up there. Mr. Mind. No, Mr. Mind's this little... Oh, number two, Shazam. Uh, Shazam, he's gonna be part Fury of... of the Gods? Yeah. Is that what it's called? He, he might be. I yeah, hope but, so. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, when he, I mean, look, a character like Weasel is exciting to see. By the way, uh, nice uh, portrayal by Sean Gunn. Uh, yes, uh, and Sean Gunn is actually Calendar Man in that movie as well. In in Shazam, in, in the Suicide Squad. Oh, in Suicide Squad. Yeah, oh. he's the guy that makes fun of Polka Dot Man when he's coming out of his jail cell. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Uh, also, yeah. uh, Polka Dot Man seems like is is that uh, that character's backstory, or did they uh, do a little no, they, uh, uh, hard reboot on him? Uh, no, he in, in the uh, in the comic books, he's just a guy that pulls polka dots off his suit and they become things. It's really. <laughs> It's, it's James Gunn called it the stupidest villain ever created. I have to disagree. That's Condiment King. <laughs> Who is uh, it? I thought what? Condiment King was going to be in this Wait, movie, but Condiment he wasn't. King? I mean, yeah, I mean why so, not, right? Does he does he do something dastardly like put mayonnaise squirt, on a hot dog? Yeah, he squirts like fucking Ketchup mustard on and... one side, mustard on the other. Oh yeah. god, this is uh, that's this is... it. <laughs> I thought for some reason that in the casting, Condiment King was going to be part of this. I thought I read that somewhere, and I guess I was wrong. That, that was just in your dream journal. You yes. wanted him to be part of it. Dear Lord, make Condiment King <laughs> part of the Suicide Squad. I heard that he was actually pitched by one of the writers' dry cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> 
so who are some of the who are some of the others? Uh, and who's who's the character that Pete Davidson was? Blackguard. Blackguard. Yeah, that's, okay. that's another obscure character. Um, and I honestly kind of expected Pete Davidson to have a little bit more <laughs> to, to do in the movie, but. Yeah, that was a that was pretty quick. My my wife was actually pissed off that they killed off well, <laughs> David. Well, yeah, I mean, first of all, he's also the superhero, the king of Staten Island. I mean, I think people yeah, forget exactly. that. What so. a great hero! But yeah, at, at, at the end of the movie, she looked over at me. She said, "They kill off Davidson and Fillion, and the fucking shark stays alive." That, that's true. The shark does uh, hang in there. <laughs> yeah, I uh, there when I first saw the trailer, there were a few people that I thought would be killed quickly, and uh, Pete Davidson was yeah. one of them. Uh, I actually didn't. You know, obviously, I didn't have any way to figure out the story. I thought Peter Capaldi was going to be in it for a couple of minutes, you know, uh, right. and so we got a lot more of him than we expected. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that, and, and the thinker, that's another character that was in the Flash TV series as well. He was one of the, the big bads for, I think, season five or something like that. Oh, wow. But, um, but I, I mean, as far as like the craziest characters other than Starro, of course, um, the detachable kid or as he was originally known in the comics, Arms fall off, boy. Oh my God, I love that name. That <laughs> that's know. right up there with the, my favorite Spider-Man villain of all time, Pastepot Pete. Uh, arms a, fall a off, boy, is amazing. Pace I love Pot that. Pastepot Pete is so great. Though. I love Pastepot Pete. Yeah. But his name is Pastepot Pete. I know. Yeah. Yep. That little bit with him was probably one of the best. Like, okay, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, the arms don't even move quickly. They just kind of move along the page. Will, as our our remnant, as our Will is our resident feminist, despite oh the actual women we have on the show. Sure. Am I allowed to refer to that as bitch slapping, or can we? Yeah, call, I we think can we still can call say it that. that. Yeah. Okay, because I didn't know if that was the no, uh, bitch fine. slap rapping with your cocaine. I don't think we can be canceled done. for that. Yeah, so I don't. Okay, because yeah. I just I love that that was his powers. That his arms come off and he just bitch slaps these military men. Uh, but it's not even bitch slapping because bitch slapping actually to me requires like ah, and you're like ah. It was, it was more, just like da, 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 yeah, it was like da, butterfly da, da, wings da, da, da. flapping. It was very really, more really. Like a sissy fight. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but flat. see now that's going to get you canceled because sissy, sissy nation is uh, very strong and proud. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, but, uh, yeah. So uh, what are what are a couple others that uh, that jump out, and then we'll kind of go through the movie as a whole. I wanted um, to focus on the uh, the obscure in here. Uh, Mongal, which I really didn't. <laughs> I wasn't even familiar with. I was familiar with Mongol. I was gonna say, if Mongal is part of whatever race or species that Mongol comes from, Mongol. there's no way that bitch dies in a fucking helicopter fire. Like she would be <laughs> yeah, the most yeah, supremely Mongol, powerful. Superman, Mongol I mean, is so incredibly powerful that if Mongal is of the same species or whatever alien race that is, she well, would be a fucking badass. You realize yeah. the most important thing about Mongal is that she is only seventy five percent as powerful as Mongol. So it's but just. Even at even 75% of Mongols, she would still be yeah, a fucking she, she's badass. Be okay, that's fair. Up in a helicopter crash now. Yeah. No. I yeah. Agree. But, yeah, but that, that helicopter was made of adamantium. Which uh, was uh, I see. see? That makes Kryptonium and adamantium all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, and, you know, as we go through, uh, I'm sure more of them will come up. And, you know, I, I was thinking that. Uh, this movie didn't need to have any any heart to it, and sometimes when you try to cram it into a movie like this, it might not work. I thought that uh, y- you know uh, between uh, Idris Elba and uh, uh, Ratcatcher Two, uh, yeah. uh, wonderful performance as Ratcatcher One by Taika Waititi. I'm sure Jeff, you appreciated that. <laughs> I didn't know. 
Go the whole film. I didn't know that was him until the end of the and, movie. And by the when, way, uh, yeah. he gives a tour de force in Free Guy, uh, Taika Waititi. It he's is, it, yeah, he's a huge over the top character, and it's amazing. I love that and people just like, hey, could you swing in for a day and shoot some scenes? Not, it's probably, a, it's probably a week or two, but uh, okay. he's he's not think, uh, Ryan Reynolds. I think he was also the voice of Starro. Oh, was he? That would make sense. And um, the uh, the guy who played John, the the the. Um, Guy that was working for Waller. Yeah. Apparently, he did the the, the the motion capture for King Shark. Oh, cool! The big guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, and you know, starting uh, I guess with uh, with Waller, I think that uh, obviously it makes sense that she is our connection to this concept of the Suicide Squad. But uh, yeah. and and you know, you have to put the crowd pleaser that is Harley Quinn, and I think she has some uh, fun stuff to do in this. Uh, but there needs to be no connection to the other movie. You don't need to, you know, sometimes you'll get people that feel like they need to explain why people from the other, but this, I like to think of this as the Suicide Squad Tokyo Drift. Will, thoughts? You know what? That's a, that's a very apt uh, comparison. And I've never seen any of those movies, but I, I knew what I was talking about. I was watching the end of Fast 9 tonight, today. Oh. Not tonight, this morning. And uh, I was thinking about Tokyo Drift because some of those characters came up and there's a little reunion. It's really sweet. Uh, bad so movie. Without, but uh, I'm sorry. With, without Will Smith, it could be uh, Suicide Squad Resurgence. But, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Exactly. That's a great point. But I do think that that's a, Tokyo Drift is the uh, – because, you know, maybe we'll get nine parts into the Suicide Squad and suddenly Will Smith will be there. He'll come back. You know, you never know. I mean, if – if, if he does a, another Suicide Squad movie and is directed by James Gunn and he doesn't say welcome to Earth, I, what are we all living for? It's true. What if, what, if, what if we get after another Suicide Squad Earth? <laughs> With Jaden also. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's true. He's baby. Well, he's the next Karate Kid. Oh, no, he wasn't yeah. the he, next Karate Kid. He would be he's deader shot. Deader <laughs> shot. What is uh, Idris Most Elba's character's shot. name? Because uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Blood yeah, I'm a Bloodsport. I'm a Bloodsport. Uh, and uh, he's phenomenal. Everybody knows that. Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of man crushes, but uh, all of my man crushes are what? all are all him. That's and, not what and, you told and, me. And Will Sterling. And Will oh, Sterling. Thank you. Uh, but uh, mostly Idris Elba. Uh, he was very funny in this. It's too uh, veiny. Yeah, the veins are really distracting. Oh my god, yeah. super distracting. Yeah, but uh, I don't really, I don't really care for this wrestler, Rock John Cena Cole thing. I don't. I wish there were more like regular action people in movies. They're too silly. You know what I mean? So you want the previous generation? Uh, oh wait, did the, cred the credit said Sylvester Stallone was in this. He's the voice yes. of King Shark. He's the voice of King Shark. Oh, yeah. I wanted to actually see him. Oh, no. He's the voice oh, of King Shark. Right. But he was in Guardians 2, so you go back yeah, and watch that again. Yeah, that's true. Well, that, that does make and sense. And according to rumor, he'll be in Guardians 3. So. Well, I, I like that. You know, I produced his daughter's podcast for several months. Never got to meet the guy. You didn't get to meet Rocky? That's all I wanted. Yeah, of course. That's, that's why I'm sure that's why you said yes. Well, they're very nice, but uh, uh, I never got to meet him. Well, uh, Jeff, let's just sort of go through and get some uh, big picture thoughts from you about uh, the movie, what you liked, and uh, if there's if there's anything to... Because like, there's things you can, you can definitely nitpick on, but... It, there's not really a lot where I'm like, man, I could have done without this. You know, yeah. it didn't need to be two hours and twelve minutes, but it didn't feel like that while I watched it. You know, what do you think, Jeff? So I'd say I would have loved to have delved into Starro's motivations a little because it was a little unclear and ambiguous at, at certain points. Like I was wondering if he was 
not he had no intention to harm them he was just trying to be like leave me the fuck alone i just wanted to and he kind of said it uh you know spoilers about just wanted to watch the stars like that was perfectly content doing that yeah so then it i mean you we understand some level of revenge but it's also like okay so how old is sorrow how long has he lived did he never he wasn't infecting anyone else that's why he was just floating as a smaller starfish earlier like i just I get that you don't necessarily need to answer every single question about Starro, but because ultimately we felt the need to stab him in the eye after he'd been tortured for 30 years. <laughs> it's accurate. Wonder, For a star, honestly, if, yeah. Yeah, I just wonder if we, we could have found out why, if that was really necessary, right? Like maybe you could have just had something where it was like, oh, the pain of all that shit he went through is too much, irredeemable now, he'd, he'd rather die. Like you did him a favor or something like that to make it make a little bit more sense. And I think you could have done less of the comedic beats to have had more scenes like that to keep it from turning into a three-hour movie yeah. because uh, the comedy was funny and it was there but it there definitely didn't need to be as much of it as there was i agree the starro thing was like i don't like it when there's this just like villain that exists just as a prop you know what i mean and it's like peter capaldi's like we were doing experiments for 30 years and like jeff you bring up a good point where it's like that's really fucked up. You know what I mean? Like sure, this, this thing has been in captivity for 30 years. And they've just been torturing it. And it's like possessed a couple people who are all corpses, but they're living through Starro. Now in comics lore, Starro is a very fucking powerful, bad, bad guy. But this Starro is not that Starro. Now, if they gave him a couple lines where he's like, I want to control the world and do... Like, it'd be silly, but it would fit in this version of James Gunn's, like, Suicide Squad. It'd be like, cool, that justifies Harlequin spearing his eyeball and swimming in his eyes and rats biting the synapses in mm-hmm. his brain. But there wasn't any of that. There was no actual justification for Starro being a villain. It was just that he was captured... And then tortured and then needed to be killed because he was big and he was angry and knocking over buildings. Well, I mean, he was, uh, you know, a starfish advocate here. I would say that uh, he, you know, he was Not going a butthole, to... Butthole advocate? A butthole advocate? Well, yeah. I'm, a butthole advocate. Look, anybody who knows me knows I'm a butthole advocate. Uh, listen, I am too. Okay, great. That's why <laughs> That's why. That's why we're sitting so close together. But the, uh, look, I mean, the idea that he would have, you know, taken over all of these people and taken over that island, I mean, that's... That's why he had to be stopped. Now, he didn't want to be left alone. You know, I mean, I think that, you know, 30 years ago, he just wanted to look up at the stars. And, uh, you know, I think he's very angry now. And he's taking it out on, you know, to rip Peter Capaldi apart uh, was fine. It creates, uh, you know, to to take it out on these people that actually didn't have anything to do with it other than they're, I guess, the same species. Well, it creates a specific narrative for James Gunn to tell the story that, like, the the U.S. government was responsible for this, like, torturing of this innocent space being who's like a mind control thing. Where in the comics, Starro is a fucking evil, bad thing. Uh, But in this movie... And Jeff, I kind of didn't really think about it until you said it. I was like, yeah, that's really sad that he was just tortured for 30 years and then we murdered this beautiful giant creature. What a shame. A beautiful giant creature who was uh, going to kill thousands, if not millions well, of people. Well, he was tortured for 30 years and he's giant. What is he supposed to do? Well, right. uh, I, 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 who, knew, who knew that this was going to turn into a debate on the death penalty? But well, it just I don't did. know. What were you going to say, John? Well, just to kind of go off what you guys were saying... I mean, he comes out of, you know, of, of Jotunheim, he's free, he says, this city is mine, 
And then in his death throes, he says, I just wanted to be among the stars. Well, which is it? Are you the conqueror? Or do you want to <laughs> yeah. be in the stars? And, you know, maybe, you know, give us a, you know, a yeah. side two here. Do we want to, you know, do we want to defeat the conqueror? Or do we want to get this Look, stupid fish back in the Are, are you Genghis <laughs> Khan or Copernicus? Don't wait for the translation! So, yeah, <laughs> just better, give us one or the other. The closing line for Star would have been, sorry, I just had gas. <laughs> <laughs> the closing line uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I knew it. It, 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 it was a butthole well, thing. Yeah. John, is this the, uh, the level where you feel like they did the character wrong or you're like, you know what? It was kind of cool to get Starro. Uh, if, if they have to, you know, bend the story to fit this movie, it's okay. Or do you feel like, oh, great. Now we wasted Starro and it's not like we can get him again. <laughs> that, that actually was... <sighs> I started rewatching it to, to, to today a second time, um, and I'm starting to feel a little bit better about. It, but my, my initial reaction was is like that this was was kind of a waste of sorrow for just exactly what we've been talking about. I mean, you, which is he? I mean, he's keeps they keep advertising as Starro the Conqueror, but you know, first he wants to take the city, then he wants to go home. Yeah. yeah. So it, it you know yeah it, it does feel like a little bit of a waste, but. It's Starro the Conqueror. It's a, it's a crazy Gonzo, you know, '60s comic book bad guy. Yeah. You know, that's now in a in a in a modern day movie. So, yeah, you know, it's going to be crazy one way or the other. Question for you and Will. My understanding of Starro is basically like you'd have to obliterate him for him not to come back to life, like basically regenerate or something. Pretty much. I was wondering if that was coming, like the fact that, okay, so you stabbed him and ate some of his brain, but he could probably just, maybe yeah. a smaller Starro would just emerge from that giant Starro or something yeah. like that. Because all the tiny yeah, little Starros are still out there. Starro. Yeah. Well, that's it. Um, so what you would need to Jaro? do is you would need to nuke that island, basically. Jar- Did you say Jaro? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't, isn't oh, I love Jaro. Like I love Jaro. That's the yeah. Jaro is uh, Scott Snyder in the death metal and and dark Dark Snyder's death metal and and metal. Uh, and he's like they, attached to Batman. Yeah. He they kill Star. Well, Star was helping them, and then he dies. But a little tiny piece of him still lives, and they grow him in a jar. So they call him Jaro, and then he attaches Aww. to Batman and calls him Dad. And wears like a Robin costume every once in a while. Was a tiny little star. It's like stupid, sweet, silly bullshit does he nonsense. Wear the, does he wear the Robin slippers? He wears this like little mask and like little like pants for no reason over his starfish legs. But uh, yeah, that Jeff, you're right. I mean, like, there's no that's they didn't kill Starro. Like, out of all the starfish that still exist and all that stuff, like Starro will come back super easy. You got to incinerate and, and every ounce first, of that. In his first appearance, I think they defeated him by covering him in lie. I think that's oh. why I would have. In the 60s, that would make perfect sense. Well, you yeah. know, in 2021, yeah. we're all covered by lies. Yes. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that's, yeah, I think that's important to point out. Uh, what? Uh, so, all right. Th- these seem like you know fairly minor things. Is there anything that uh, that was nagging at you while we were watching? Will I mean, we're, so we're talking about Starro. No, because because uh, you know we can. I- I'd like to spend you know most of the next half hour going through like favorite stuff, but I wanted to kind of get some of this out of the way. Yeah. If there was anything. Uh no, actually I. W- and this is we could go in the favorites bin, but I was curious how he was going to balance the amount of actors he cast and the amount of characters that were going to be in this movie. Sure. And then after the first fifteen minutes, I was like, Oh, oh I see. <laughs> that, I, I, that moment where it's like, All right, team two. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But 
I actually don't know these characters very well. Like Rick Flag, I know okay. Obviously, Harley Quinn, I know very well, and Captain Boomerang, and those other characters. Like I knew the characters in the first Suicide Squad much better. Deadshot and uh, Diablo da- da- and some Dance other- and Valkyrie. Yeah. Killer Croc, Killer Croc, Enchantress, Enchantress, Enchantress. I I knew she had the same name as a uh, as a Thor character. I had my wrong uh, Thor character. We had dancing Enchantress, but those characters I knew much much better in terms of regular comic book appearances when I was reading comics. Sure, Uh, I don't know who Bloodsport is. Funny enough, I don't know. I don't know any. I honestly don't know any of those characters. All you had to do was look in his eyes, and you would know. Outside I'm of a copper. That's really all you needed, yeah. But I love that James Gunn was like, hey, I'm going to pull all these obscure 60s, 70s characters, like when they were like, had their run for four years, and put them in a movie, and DC was like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> we weren't it. doing anything with uh, Cat. Who was, we was anybody familiar with Polka Dot Man? Was anybody familiar with Javelin before this? I had no yeah. idea who the fuck that was. You are. Yeah. I so, actually had it. I had his first appearance in Green Lantern. Nice. Oh. All right. Uh, do, yeah. you, do you still have it? And is it uh, bagged and boarded and uh, sent off to CGC? <laughs> Unfortunately, most of my comic book collection got destroyed. Uh, what? Uh, a few decades ago. Yeah. Was it by Starro? Uh, no, no. But it was, <laughs> but it, it was by Storm. So, <laughs> so wait, oh. you're talking about Aurora Monroe from the X-Men. She was so yeah. angry that you had so many DC comics she just brought a storm. All right. Well, look. I mean, that adds up. She's a windrider for a reason. I'm sorry. Uh, Jeff and and John spoke at the same time. Jeff, uh, what did you say? I said I knew it was a jealous lover. <laughs> and John, what did what did you say? Uh, so she second. doesn't look a thing like Halle Berry. So. <laughs> That's uh, true. No, she does not. Uh, uh, but yeah, the um, I rem- Javelin. I remember the the end of the first issue where he debuts. It's like one of those dad jokes. He's 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 Trap Green Lantern in uh, this yellow bubble, and, and Lantern's you know falling to the ground, and he says, "It's not the fall that kills you; it's the sudden stop at the bottom." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, so he was German that's then that too. Kind of character. Okay. Yeah, and and how long did ago was this? Mister? I'm sorry. What'd you say, Jeff? I said, did he call him Mister? Mister. <laughs> Hey, Mister. What? Listen, guy. What? Uh, how long ago was this that that character was introduced, uh, John? Like oh roughly, my gosh, that'd have to be uh, mid '80s because okay. that was uh, early on in the Dave Gibbons run on uh, on Green Lantern. Oh, it was Dave Gibbons. Was he yeah. German then too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of that whole Aryan thing. Got it. Octum baby makes sense. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Aryan villain. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, yeah, I think that uh, you know uh, you you can you can kind of sniff out an obscure character when you see them, and there there were plenty. Uh, I think that uh, you know it's a this seems like a the kind of you know the fact that they needed the Suicide Squad for this mission. It seems like it's a, definitely a uh, dirty hands, and uh, if we lose all of our operatives, it's fine. Uh, so the overall concept of it, uh, how they uh, get Bloodsport into uh, actually saying yes because his daughter shoplifted. I, I, sure, I guess. It's a stretch. A little, little stretch. If we wanted little to pull on yeah. it and actually really, we could shit on that supremely. Yeah, we could. Yeah, but uh, the movie was... But I think... Yeah. Well, I, I think it was important that that same stupid stretch happened because it was motivation for her staff to finally hit her in the head with a golf club. That's right? true. Like, right, right, that's true. We're sowing the seeds for, okay, Waller, we've had enough of your shit. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
how, how did any of them survive? Why didn't Why didn't Waller just kill them all? I mean, she killed her whole staff in the first movie. You know? Yeah, it's a well. I mean, she was ready to kill. Uh, oh yeah, I see what you you mean. Her staff. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I mean, it's it's I mean, unspoken, but it, you know, it's you get the feeling that they know too much, and she does glare at them. So uh, well, she's that, a they, fucking I, evil. She's very very oh, bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're talking about in she, the in the comics. She's very very in bad. Any ver- yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean like, she yeah. was very bad in both of these movies. You Waller know? in the first one is more like the comic book animated Waller than this one. She fell prey to some jokes. You know, like yeah. her silly staff who was making death bets on the Suicide Squad. Then they realized they had enough because a little girl shoplifted and they hit her with a golf club and she got knocked out. Like they <laughs> they just like. Okay, that's fine. But, like, she's actually, like, a fucking evil individual. She's not a good person. Yeah. So she should have killed her whole staff is what I'm saying. Yeah, she should have killed her whole staff. I mean, the, you know, being stopped short of killing the Suicide Squad uh, for saving lives and uh, actually having a heart for a moment. uh, Well, yeah, fuck them. They're criminals. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, that's what America would tell you. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what this movie will tell us about about, uh, the the criminals and whatnot. But uh, I think that uh, the mission makes sense. Um, I found that uh what was peter capaldi's character name he said the thinker the thinker thinker. yeah so uh the thinker um little little quick to cooperate and uh let them in at every turn uh and i i felt like there was some sort of like i just kind of want to see how this all plays out you know he didn't he wasn't enamored with this new regime clearly but i i think that uh i was expecting some kind of double cross that we didn't get you know, like, why is he just, uh, yeah, I'm just going to drive this in here instead of, you know, I don't know, driving it off a cliff or My something. My guess is yes, his Jeff. supposed ace in the sleeve was he knew of the Americans' involvement, which mm. he then exposes them to when he gets there. So he's like, oh, you're really going to stop me? This isn't even my fault. The people you yeah. work for were complicit in this. Right. Yeah, so no, I that's fair. That make, maybe that makes sense why he's like, I mean, we work for the same people, idiot. That makes sense to me. Yeah, no, that I mean that does make sense, and and I think that look, it's uh, it's very easy to make a movie where you say that, uh, well, you know, America's the real bad guys, but uh, in this instance, this isn't like, oh, this is hard to believe, and I think it really lends itself to this story. Did uh, did that aspect of the storytelling bother you at all, John, or was it uh, like, yeah, I think we probably uh, would be conducting experiments somewhere like this that we've never heard of? Yeah, that that actually that that. Uh... That didn't surprise me, and and I think the the whole thing with the thinker was really more for time. It's like if if he start doing double crosses, then that just kind of adds to to the the movie, maybe maybe kind of slows it down. That's fair. Um, but I mean, also it it actually it kind of hit me earlier. Okay, so you know Amanda Waller sends a bunch of villains, you know, to take care of a problem that the government created. That's actually kind of the simple plot of both movies, the the first one and this one. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's a that's a. It, it's hard to remember what the plot of the first one was, but uh, I don't right. remember what the what what yeah. what were they doing? Why were they sent home? They're going after the enchantress because Waller let her, you know, did, let her get away. So they were going after the enchantress. Yeah. So it was this, always this enchantress. Was Waller's direct mistake. Then the second one was just something Waller wanted to cover up for the government. Yeah. Right. We also have Harley Quinn using somebody else's weapon to go after the bad guy. So Which, I thought that was you know what's funny? And you mentioned this on the well. podcast before, and I said, let's not talk about that, but I'm going to talk about it now. Okay. I had hip surgery in spring of 2018. Yeah. It was very, having a hard time. I needed to write something. I had ideas. I wrote a Batgirl script. Yeah. And a Birds of Prey. Batgirls and the Birds of Prey script. 
Amanda Waller. I was like, how did Joss Whedon's Justice League make a teen movie that sucked so bad? Oh, I was like, it can't be that hard to make a team movie from the ground up. James Gunn did it in 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 Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, this should be able to exist. And so that characterization of Amanda Waller, I was like, let me utilize this and using kids for metahuman research and cover up and all that stuff. That was all in that story. And I was like, oh, see, this is why James Gunn and I are on the same page because he fucking had the same motivation for her. So yeah. So what I'm saying is he stole my what, idea. We're gonna go to court. I'm gonna and sue. It, it reminds me. I think I think you sent that to me and I never read it because I read forgot. Read it. I f- can't believe I have. It's I the best it. movie that's ever, that you've never seen, Christian. I mean, there's a lot of movies I've never seen, but it's what? the best movie. It's that's the never, best movie that's never been made. I, now see that you might be onto something. <laughs> if, the Amanda Waller like part of Cadmus and all that stuff. I feel like I remember in Young Justice. There's another like secret government. Yeah, Cadmus and. Yeah, this is more of the science kind of, like a, the bad star labs kind of people. Right. Like the one who made the Superboy. Cadmus is the bad star labs, but then they started making star labs a bad organization yeah. also. So I'm confused. I always thought star labs was the good well, guys, but now they're the fucking assholes. Science is not your friend, Will. You're right. Clearly, you're right. Uh, you're right. You're right. Polka, Man, well, Polka Dot Man's Polka mom. Polka Dot Man's mom worked there. That's uh, what I was going to say. Which yeah. I, I did think was, you know, definitely a gag that uh, we got multiple times, but... When we did get the giant Starro version of his mom, I'm like, all right, I, I know we didn't need more of this, Worth but it. this is kind of, yeah. Uh, and that was, uh, that was a fun character to include. I think that uh, he has the line early on, which I think is in the trailer, where it's like, we could all die. He's like, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that the, the, to me, the, there's a, about the right amount of humor. I think you could probably shave a little bit off of it if it uh, got you down to a tight two hours. But I'm, I'm not complaining about it. Uh, I liked, uh, just from a filmmaking standpoint, sort of the transitions to the different sections of the movie. You know, it would be like written uh, on the beach or, you know, it would just be uh, just some of the ways that on screen we got that. I, I don't. I mean, to me, that's not something we've gotten from James Gunn before. I, I don't, unless I'm just not remembering. I feel like I've seen that style in movies before, just not from James Gunn. Yeah, no. So I think that's like clever that's kind of Anderson style. That, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. That's a totally the way the subtitles like go on the screen in a fun way. You're yeah. Like, Ooh, it's fun to read subtitles now. It's always fun to read subtitles. What are you talking about? People who want to remake uh, foreign films. You yeah. Know? They're like, just I'm like, just watch the original movie. Read the fucking. They're like, nah. Nah, I don't Let's want make to an American Come version. on, I don't want to read. Like another round. What oh, by the way, movie. that uh, everyone that uh, Starro possessed uh, spoke English. That was very convenient. True. Uh, yeah, I did, that but was he's a, a super smart alien being. He could change the language. So he knew that the audience yeah. was uh, yeah, sitting there in, in the United States. I would assume he's the one talking if they're dead, and he's been dealing with Americans yeah, since fair. he started dealing with humans. It's true. All right, Jeff, just poking holes in all my complaints. No, he's not that's good. Holes. He's actually that's finding a solution just for all your holes. James Gunn, and I've got him right James here. Gunn PR. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, the there's a number of just, I was talking to, uh, when we started, the, the blood and the gore, the uh, Harley Quinn escape sequence is very superfluous and unnecessarily gory, but I loved it. Uh, yeah. When they take out the wrong camp of refugees, also uh, unnecessary. Also, also unnecessary, but also fun. Right. Uh, the sort of the back and forth between Peacemaker and uh, Bloodsport. Uh, I think that uh, they're yeah. they're you know smaller bullets. You know that I, I think that uh, that's fun throughout, and uh, you know I think that uh, it 
I don't know. It's again, it's a lot of fun in a very gory way, uh, but in a way where it doesn't bother me. You know, it's. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it it definitely lends to the spirit of it, and yeah. I, I don't know that you get to make a movie like this. Uh, you know, the the idea of getting a Guardians of the Galaxy like this will never happen because Disney has said they will make R-rated Deadpool movies, but they're not going to make R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Well, and it'll not be under the Disney banner yeah, of right. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What were you going to say, I John? Mean, oh, go ahead, Jeff. I was just going to say, I feel like this is just basically James Gunn's style. If you take away the two Guardians movies, this is all his other movies are right. like this. Like, Slither mm-hmm. is the first one that really comes to mind, where it's like he loves doing kind of pranky, gross-out effects like gore that's his favorite shit and what were you going to say before john um oh, no, I, I i wasn't but just kind of riffing off of that you know hopefully at this point now warner brothers will have said okay we're just going to let our directors do this the way they want to do it because they obviously know better than we do it's true yeah i mean maybe they've learned something with you know yes uh the uh, snyder cut was done specifically for hbo max and they spent all that money on it but i think that in generally in general fans are happier about that version and you know your yeah. average moviegoer uh you're not really trying to keep them you need to you need, it's it's like politics you need to keep your base and then you have to be able to broaden the message a little bit to win some more people over. So you got to you got to keep the base. And I think that uh, this will do that. But, you know, what it does for me is it highlights what a huge misfire and a big steaming turd Wonder Woman 1984 was, mm. you know, because like you'd almost feel like they had some kind of momentum. And every time the things seem to be going well, there's uh, so, you know, Shazam was a lot of fun. I think yeah. uh, uh, Aquaman was was fun and mostly well done. I love that uh, movie. I, I, it's I, so corny, but it, it, yeah, I, that's when I'm a sucker for that. I movie. know yeah. that uh, that Jeff's girlfriend laughed at some of the dialogue. Yeah. Some of the dialogue. It's not funny. Shut the fuck up, Natasha. God, fuck. God damn it. That's part of watching that. That really was actually. Stop laughing. But uh, what? uh, So, uh, oh yeah, and so the uh, the the end credit scene. I was going to mention this earlier. I actually thought that was a different character. I thought that was Rick Flag. Very clearly, John Cena in a hospital bed. Yeah, but but I I thought it was Rick Flag, and and so and I was disappointed because I'm like, well, Joe Kinnaman was was Robocop for a minute. I wish it was a Rick Flag. Yeah, I'm very angry that he died. But so we we're getting a peacemaker. We're getting a peacemaker series in 2022 Mm -hmm. for HBO Max. Maybe maybe Robo Rick Flag. Maybe that would. Maybe he'll come back as pacemaker. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I didn't bring the bell. At 45 minutes in, I realized uh, I could have used moment. it. Sorry, yeah. that was definitely a bell moment. Uh, so but we know that... that... I was, I was gonna, Go ahead, John. I was kind of ticked off that, that Rick Flag died as well, especially since he was such a, a mainstay in the comic book. You figure if anybody is going to stay alive, well, Harley Quinn and him. Sure, of course. And he was so wasted uh, in the and, first movie. And actually, and, they made good do with him in this one. And then he fucking died. And I was yeah. like, God damn it. Yeah, they did such a great job of improving his character to kill him off. And I also but, just love Joel yeah. Kinnaman as an actor. And I want to see him in more yeah. things. Yeah. What do we feel uh, Harley Quinn in this movie compared to Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey? I think that uh, the early reactions were that people were happier with her in this. I feel like she's largely consistent with Birds of Prey. Uh, what do you think, John? 
uh, I mean, I don't know that there's a ton of difference. It's Margot. She had better things to do in this movie. Yeah. So maybe that's, that's the difference. Yeah. I obviously she was better in this movie because that movie just had nothing. It was like they were like, let's take characters nobody knows, have them do nothing, and make it all look not that good. And then we'll be really disappointed when it doesn't make more money. What the fuck? There, how many Dude, episodes are there of me? Man. Yeah, how many angry episodes are there of me ranting about Birds of Prey? At least two. At least two. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think uh, it, it was... Uh, yeah. Better it, in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Nothing I think... wrong with the idea of the Birds of Prey. Just they're heroes, not villains. And they... Uh, yeah. And yeah. they they missed the mark with that. What do you I think, John, yeah. about uh, Harley Quinn in uh, well all the movies that she's been in? So she's been in three, right? Uh, just the two uh, Suicide Squads and Birds of Prey, or am I forgetting one that she was in? Yeah, that that that's that sounds okay. right. Yeah, and so um, yeah, I mean that this was I, th- I think her 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 best offering, um, and I think you know Margot Robbie in, in general. I mean I think she's done a good job with with what she's had for each movie. Yeah, um, I did like a lot of her facial expressions. Uh oh. That's usually me that that happens to. Oh no. Yeah. Uh oh. That's uh, Joe Kinnaman Robocop malfunction. Storm Storm, uh, trying to take him out for a second, and uh, we'll. We'll bring him back in a moment, uh, but uh, I don't know. He's uh, so let's see if uh, we'll, we'll see if uh, John comes back to us. But uh, he looks frozen. looks like it's bogged down for uh, a moment. So uh, we'll give that a, a whirl. Um, and so I think we're in, in agreement that uh, that this is. I don't know. Do you feel that you liked her better in either of the other two movies, Will or Jeff? Uh, Harley Quinn. Yes. Well, she's good. That's the. Th- she's to me funny enough, as a silly character. She's like the Hulk, where you realize is a, an integral, incredible piece of an ensemble cast. Okay. Where you're like you're such a powerhouse. You're so larger than life. You're such a big like. She basically character wise crushes buildings. You know what I mean? She doesn't as a person, but like that's who Harley Quinn is. She's just a fucking explosion everywhere. And so to say, like, we're going to make Harley the lead of a movie, it doesn't really function because she's just too nuts, you know? Yeah, so that's fair. too all over the place. That to put her as part of a team makes... It's the same with, like, Mark Ruffalo's, like... I don't. I do not want to see a solo Mark Ruffalo Hulk movie. I don't. No. I've seen and, enough and, Hulk and, with Mark Ruffalo as part of the and team. And you won't because they'd have to work with Universal to make it. Right. Yeah. So exactly. you can't do a. Yeah. But but I also agree that. But, uh, but we've seen so much of him as like a team player. Like I've gotten so much Hulk, and he's been so great in all these movies. Yeah. This is perfect. Like that's kind of where Harley lives for me, outside of the comics. You know, like she yeah, could sure. be a lead in the comics, but in a movie, like it's just it's too much. I haven't read enough Harley comics to say she doesn't have stories, but they've only ever tried to tell one story in all the multimedia stuff I've seen with her. And it's, I've broken up with the Joker. Correct. And now yeah. let's move on. And it's, yeah. so it's, it's so you bog down all the possibilities because all it is is getting over a stupid heartbreak. That's mm. always the base of where we're going to start from. Yeah. And it just, it's, she, she's, uh, Margot Robbie, I think, is a great actress. That's why I, did, I think she's won an Oscar. Didn't she uh, for like I, it, it, Well, I, I Tonya Wolf Street. I think. I think she was nominated for one of those. No win, though. I don't think. Yeah, but well, that makes yeah. sense. But either way, I should, but obviously she's a good actress. She's Quentin Tarantino made sure we saw her actress. feet. 
in uh, Once Upon a Time in That's Hollywood. Right. He That's really right. made sure yeah. that we got to see every toe. And uh, so. Isn't it creepy to know like he has such a big, big yes. foot fetish and then you see actors who end up in his movies and you see their feet and you're like, God, he watched her in multiple films and was like, I'm going to cast really her in my get those feet, and I'm going to get those feet. <laughs> like, that's not fucking weird. Yeah. That's really fucking weird. Uh, yeah. No, look, I, I, I don't disagree. He watched Birds of Prey, the first Suicide Squad. Yep. He watched Wolf of Wall Street. He's like, I'm going to see that lady's feet, and yep. I'm going to put those I'm feet gonna in make, my I'm going to build a whole and movie And she was like, it. that's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, it, my understanding was that uh, John, you lost your internet, but uh, you're on the phone, so oh, uh, yep. so that uh, that works. We we can do it uh, West Wing style, and uh, you can just do a handheld and a walk and talk. <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, in our uh, final ten minutes or so here. Let's talk about okay. So this hey, one baby. works. We'll see how much this movie, uh, you know, how much they consider it a success. Going to be really hard to gauge because of the nature of the dual release. They're all going to sue. Oh, by the way, Team Scarlett Johansson. I haven't even seen fucking Black Widow, and yeah. I don't even want to see it. No, she but, should sue Disney for as much fucking well, money as she can get. Warner Brothers was smart in that they gave Gal Gadot a shit ton of money and like, look, we're going to put this out like this, right. but here you go. Right. Here's what we estimate you're going to make. And then, you know, they probably sweetened it a little bit more and she's like, great, I'm a team player. I'm going to come out and promote the movie. Yeah. And Disney did not do that. So now they're, uh, they're wondering if, uh, um, uh, what's her name? The one who played Cruella. I, I hate oh, when it, oh, this is when oh, I get old. Oh. Emma, Stone. Emma Stone. So is Emma Stone going to sue for that movie, which they did at that kind of release? And yeah. is uh, <laughs> are they going to really smell what The Rock is cooking if uh, he oh, feels like he boy. got cheated out of some money? If he wants to run for president, yeah, no. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and I, let's just all hope that The Rock does run for president. No, John Cena is his VP. No, no, I think we, no, I think we need no. that. No. Well, all right. Well, the, the agree to disagree. He'd be a terrible president. Of course they would. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, the point being that, you know, success for this movie might be hard to quantify, but in general, the reaction has been very positive. People who were seeing it, you know, back a couple weeks ago as there were uh, screenings. Uh, so it seems like people are happy with it. So what's next and what do you hope is next? Uh, uh, I'll ask you first, uh, John, and then, and then, well, we clearly Chuck wants there to be. Uh, there, Chuck, uh, Chuck is chiming in because he wants the next movie to be Crypto. The uh, we're gonna mute our mic. Yeah, John, you go ahead. John, you take your moment. Well, there there is a Legion of Super Pets uh, in development, uh, which I think is a cartoon based on you know like Crypto and Street Key and and other you know. You know, pets in the DC universe. Um, Shazam 2 is coming up. Um, Black Adam and I think Flash are all filming. So we got that for DC. Um, and, you know, me, of course, I'm looking forward to all of them. Uh, but probably of the three Flash, I mean, that's, you know, the first comic book I ever bought was Flash. So that's the one I'd be most interested in. Am I remembering uh, my? You muted I muted myself. Yeah, I muted there myself. Am I remembering mm. my minutia correctly? And your first flash was issue number two seventy five. I just wanted to see if I was right. Yeah, yes. my first flash issue was number ninety one. But that's a different. That a that's a West different issue. series. Yeah, that's why, why I, I remember. I remember that because 90. my first X Men is one seventy six. Uh, what were you saying, Jeff Duray? I said my first flash was outside of Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> but you made some friends that day. So that's, Wendy! 
Wendy, I got your frosty right here. Wendy, look at this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean that's some of the stuff that uh, that they've got. I think it's a, it's positive, you know. What's coming? You, he was mentioning Shazam two, the Flash movie. I think people are really excited about. Listen, we saw a trailer for a Michael Keaton action movie. We sure did. And I was like, Michael Keaton made this action movie to get back into fucking Batman, Batman shape. shape. I, I don't doubt it for a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what of the things that are coming down the pike, uh, Jeff? What uh, what are you most excited about? Do you uh, hope that uh, DC has turned a corner and that uh, Wonder Woman 3 won't somehow be worse than uh, Wonder Woman number 2? Well, uh, why would I hope it would be worse? No, no, we hope that it won't be. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I'm saying, who would hope for an even worse movie than that? (laughs) Jeff, do you hope it's worse? Do you hope it's worse? Yeah, because I kind of do. I just hope that we, I hope that they give Tommy Wiseau directorial. (laughs) Wonder Woman 1987. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, hi, Diana. A few years into the future. Not too much, though, because we want the first Air Jordan. Diana cannot catch football. She's not, what a butterfingers. Oh, no. (laughs) So we will have professional football player Tommy Wiseau come and help her catch the ball better like a woman cannot do. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but of, of the ones that we know are coming, I, I think that the flash is most intriguing because we might get uh, multiple Batman and we might also get a Spider-Man movie with multiple Spider-Man at the same, you know, within the next, uh, the rest of this year. We're so. basically going to get the DC and Marvel version of the same movie. Yeah. That, which is very fascinating. Which I think seems like a cool story. They're both so. going into the multiverse. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like how you know the, the the year that we had two giant asteroids hit the Earth movies, and the year we had two Christopher Columbus movies. It's just great. Let's just get the same movie. Wait, what was the other Christopher Columbus movie? Not there, the Christian. There, there's Bale one called 1492, and then another one. I forget. A I, New World. That yeah. was a Christian Bale. That's the yes. Uh oh. Oh. You went under. You went underwater with King Shark there. Um. But. Oh. Yep. Now you're back. So, uh, Will, out of out of those projects, what uh, what are you? Uh, the circle? future of DC, of comic? Yeah, they, of these of these movies of, that we know are coming for DC EU, uh, Shazam Two, Flash. Uh, uh, I guess the, the Black well, Adam. The, the, Black, the, Black the Adam. jury's out on Black Adam because because it's The Rock, right? I know. Yeah. I'm just I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not super. We'll see. Uh, I'm more excited for Hawkman in that movie than I am for fucking Black Adam. Uh, oh, Hawkman's gonna be in it. Yes. Okay. That's cool. Um, Shazam two, like fine. I think Flash. Yeah. Because I just Michael Keaton Batman. Like, come on. And yeah. Supergirl. You see her in that costume. Yeah. It looks fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. So, uh, it, it, I think that uh, in general, uh, it's probably safe to assume that. With the first Suicide Squad movie being uh, a bit of a disaster, critically in particular, and yet they still made another one, I would be shocked if we didn't get another one of these. And uh, well, James, gonna James do... Gunn's got his next project for after Guardians 3. The DC executive said uh, he's welcome back anytime. Yeah. Which means I think he has free reign to do pretty much whatever he wants. Because I think the DC and hopefully Warner Brothers have accepted like, hey, we have no fucking clue what we're doing. And if we had our own version of Kevin Feige, like we would be great. But they never tried to find that person. No, but, yet Zach Snyder, but yet Zack Snyder's a producer on this movie. I Is saw it? his name in the uh, Zach and Deborah Snyder listed as producers because in this movie. Because it technically lives yeah. in his universe. So oh, okay. he probably has to get credit. All right. Yeah. That's fair. But like it... Uh, 
they could have hunted down that person. They thought it was Jeff Johns. Turns out Jeff Johns is only good at writing comics. Very good at that, but not good for film and television. So, like, yeah, they need that. Listen, I'm on call they're, at they're, any moment. Yeah, because you want to be that I guy. I could build the universe in fucking... Yeah. Thir- I could, like, sit down in 30 minutes. I'd be like, this is what we're doing. This is how this goes. We're going to put it all in here. Bada bing, bada boom, yeah. we're done. Look, I, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but I'm about to. Uh, that uh, people uh, creatively who ha- have adapted properties felt that uh, Stanley very good at writing comics uh, some time ago, but uh, when you try to put them on the screen, uh, he got in the way. And I'm not talking about the, at the, you know, I'm talking about, you know, like 20, 30 years ago. Sure. Yeah. So That's yeah, all I mean, movies were bad. The, uh, yeah, but it, it, it's, it, you know, he was a, a hindrance in, in making some properties that were successful. Uh, animated. Arad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Avi Arad uh, was the one who was able to be like, yeah, just ignore what Stan says. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry. Were you about to say something, John, before we, uh, we wind down? Well, um, no. Even if you weren't, uh, you know, we were very impressed. Jeff has a thought. Uh, okay. Uh, Jeff? I just, I, I just want to see Martin Scorsese direct a DC film. <laughs> Honestly, it's a matter of fucking time. He shadowed superhero movies, and now he's going to come back around and be like, I, you know what? I'll make a DC movie. I'll make a Wildstorm movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, if he, made, if he made a Spawn movie, it might actually be pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> Martin Scorsese's Spawn, I can't fucking imagine what uh, that would be. Be four hours of like so, just some dude just wallowing in nonsense, <laughs> mafia nonsense, and then for the last thirty minutes he's actually Spawn. So, <laughs> yeah, fucking, I'm Spawn in here. I'm a Spawn. I'm Spawn in here. Are you with Spawn? Yeah. Who's this Spawn? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, John, you know, you have the, uh, the mantle of the only person that I've ever talked to who saw Joss Whedon's Suicide Squad in the theater seven times. You mean now, Justice League, not Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, Joss Whedon's uh, Justice League. But we've had, the, we've had the Snyder Cut for a while. How many times have you watched the entire four-hour Snyder Cut? Uh, all, four times. Okay, so sixteen hours. So uh, that t- that tops the amount of hours you gave to uh, to Joss Whedon. Do so. you? And I need to just yes or no. Is the Snyder Cut better than the Whedon Cut? Yes. Thank you. Thank. <laughs> will I just you, need a yes or no? Will you ever watch yes the no. Whedon Cut again? Um, only uh, to show people the difference. Of, you know, <laughs> That's what true. They, uh, it's like yeah. it's like breaking what, down what there's a Bruder film it's like and if you look right here there's the shadow the shot couldn't have come from the grassy no yeah <laughs> well uh john we appreciate you uh taking the time to join us uh if people want to find you and your podcast where do they do those things uh raging rhino podcast.com and on twitter at raging rhino pod well uh john uh glad oh, that uh, one final go ahead um, why does James Gunn hate birds so much? Mm, it's a great it's question. True. He does kill a lot of birds in those movies. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I read that he that watched he Alfred Hitchcock's birds as a kid <laughs> and shit his pants <laughs> in the theater. Well, so. I did like that the, I did like that the, the bird somehow got its revenge on, uh, Michael Rooker's character with the long white hair. Oh uh, yeah. So that, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yes, the, goody. At Raging Rhino Pod. Thank you, uh, John. And uh, we, uh, we look forward to uh, interacting with you uh, on the Twitter sphere as we talk about that. Thanks again, John. Uh, oh, you fucking cut him off. That's what all right. A dick. I, I, I know. <laughs> I, 
It's all right. I look. I was intimidated by his mustache <sighs> the whole time. I God. wish I had that mustache. I mean, yours is, is all right, but it's coming in. Yeah, it's coming in nice. Uh, all right, so uh, that is uh, our time here uh, because, as Will points out, the only time that we stay close to an hour is when I have to like pick up my kids or something, and that's exactly it's what has to happen. When it's the only time we do a tight show. To- also, you have responsibilities. You're yeah. a fucking hey, father. I, I try to be at least a semi-decent father in that I'm not going to take my kid to see this movie. Uh, this right here, this He'd is Blackcast 448. It'd be fine. Uh, I think that uh, we'll come up with an occasion for the three of us to get together for 449, and I've got big ideas for 450. 450. So we'll talk about that next week because I don't know what's going to come. <laughs> Are we to ever going to have like a universe reboot? What if we fucking DC or Marvel that we went back to number one? Like an I issue. But I don't want to do that. I, you know what I mean? Some, oh, some podcasts do like season time, two. But by the time we got to issue 500, we were like, never mind. It's oh, actually no. not well, episode I would do 40. Legacy numbering is yeah. what they call that. Yeah. What were you going to say, he's Jeff? Gonna, he's going to reboot it, and then he's going to replace us with Felix and Lucy. Oh, true. Well, that's going to be the, right. the ultimate Blatt cast. That's It'll really be the true. Felix and Lucy cast. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> the black crew that'll be the difference but they'll spell it like motley crew with the u oh, with the so umlaut with the over um. it uh jeff uh do you want people to find you on the internet or are you just like living your life please stay away from me you pervert <laughs> uh at will sterling underscore at right. christian dmz uh thank you to uh to john and to uh, everybody uh actually the nobody who joined us in the chat but that's all right there were people watching throughout the episode fuck you well maybe they wanted to they no. realized that fuck, we were talking no. spoilers fuck no you. hey these Hey, fuck! Just because you closed the door on the motivation report doesn't mean I don't still we want. We watched an R-rated Suicide Squad movie, so I feel compelled to say the word "fuck" over and All over right. again. Well, then now, you, now you're going to stab you. someone directly in the heart, yes. and then we're going to get to see it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we appreciate everybody. Uh, thank you, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Blackcast. <laughs>